Welcome everyone to FCA Spotlight, where we keep you up to date and informed with all that is happening with FCA, with student athletes, coaches, schools, and community leaders. We hope you enjoy today's podcast. Hey everybody and welcome to FCA Spotlight. With me on the phone today is Andy Trevers, who is the Assistant Athletic Director at Fellowship Christian School in Roswell, longtime soccer coach, godly man, super nice guy, and he's got a really cool accent. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, Andy. Thank you so much. I'm very honored <laughs> to have a chance to spend time with you. I'm amazed you noticed that I had an accent, though. It's uh, a little bit, yeah, but uh, it, it's a it's a cool one. So uh, yeah, it's not like I can't understand you. I can perfectly. Um, Andy is, uh, as mentioned, uh, assistant athletic director at Fellowship and. Uh, geez, I, I would, I don't want to say, I, I said longtime soccer coach, but I mean, you've been playing for decades, right? Many, many, <laughs> many, many years. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I guess, I guess tell us Andy about you a little bit about, you know, how you got to where you are and what you're doing at fellowship. Just kind of give us a, a brief synopsis of, of what you're about. Sure. Uh, well, obviously the accent didn't come from being born in the United States. There's no question about that. <laughs> born in uh, North London. Um, in 1961, uh, I'm sure people were doing the math right now, uh, and, <laughs> right. Uh, and that's okay because at least they're uh, getting something out of this call. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, grew up uh, football as we love to call it, soccer over here. Mm-hmm. Um, it was completely my life, and um, the only thing I really ever wanted to be was a professional soccer player. Um, I got close to that, never achieved it. Um, and uh, but now I have the blessing of giving back through coaching. Can't play anymore, um, just due to some uh, long time injuries and mm-hmm. some bad knees that uh, need to be replaced. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, and so now for me, um, you know, I grew up as I said in England, lived in Europe, Malta for three years, played professional soccer there, but it was like third, fourth division stuff, nothing big time. Um, went back to school and got a degree in accounting and bookkeeping, went back to England, got on a job uh, in accounting and bookkeeping, <clears throat> and then became a group credit controller for a company. Um, and then that was what got me to the States back in 1988, mm-hmm. if any of you can remember that far back. I know none of our students can. Um, yeah, right. And so I uh, came over here and uh, I, I actually uh, was working full time as, as a group credit controller. Uh, but then um, I tried out for a local uh, professional indoor team. It was the old Atlanta attack. Most people probably would not remember that team. Um, but I made the reserve team, uh, and it so happened that I met my ex-wife there. Uh, she was actually trying out for the men's team, which I thought was pretty bold. It was pretty awesome, actually, to be honest with uh-huh. you. Uh, and then um, I got into coaching just from coaching a women's team that my ex-wife played on. Somebody that was on it, a young lady called Karen Willoughby, said, Hey, uh, have you ever coached youth before? I'm like, Nope never coached youth soccer before so that was that was uh, how i first started in, in youth soccer back in 1990 uh, was when i first started to coach a youth girl soccer team 
uh, seniors in high school. Um, and, uh, and, and I've coached boys and girls. So obviously, I coach boys and girls at fellowship now, but I've mm-hmm. coached predominantly all females in, in the yeah. soccer I've coached. Um, in 2002, most uh, uh, impactful time in my life, uh, January 16th was when I gave my life to the Lord. Uh, and, uh, awesome. and then it was, uh, fasten your seatbelt cause this is going to be a wild ride and <laughs> and true enough, uh, it's been a wild ride. It's been pretty amazing. Um, but a couple of years later I was, I was getting ready to do a training session on the field and out of the blue, I get this phone call from a couple of guys who work at Mount Pisgah Christian school. I think I'm allowed mm-hmm. to say that, uh, And um, uh, some fellowship families may not like me saying that, but that was where I started. Um, And uh, I ended up going to work there to direct their sports outreach ministry, be an assistant AD, coach the varsity girls, and then eventually the boys as well, soccer teams. Um, And uh, and then in 2015, I, I got laid off at Mount Pisgah to some restructuring and movement of, um, of uh, uh, responsibilities into different departments. Mm-hmm. And so I was looking for a job, and out of the blue, I got a phone call from Fellowship and said, hey, we heard a rumor that you may be. And I was like, well, that's true. So I came in and interviewed, and after a number of months, ended up working at Fellowship. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> initially, I worked with... Uh, with a gentleman called Mike McLean, who is the, um, he's the sort of day management guy for all sports activities um, mm-hmm. in the first year. And then in the second year, um, I worked for Troy uh, Schultz in facilities, and I was responsible for cleaning everything in the outside facilities, locker rooms, bathrooms, you name it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, which was awesome. It was a it was a huge blessing, huge blessing because um, you know while some people may say, "Well, that's not a path I would have chosen," <laughs> and that may yeah. or may not be true, but it if Jesus can wash feet, I can clean bathrooms. So that's right. That's where I was going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so it was all part of the journey and part of the process um, that he had me on. And then David Lowry was hired. Mm-hmm. And uh, he brought me in to talk to me because obviously he met with all of his coaches and he said, you know, he said, I really feel like I, we need to get you in the athletic, in the athletic offices. And so, um, so the Lord laying out the plans, as he always does, um, situations took place and an opportunity opened up. And um, he asked me if I'd be interested. And sure enough, uh, I got hired as an assistant director of athletics um mm-hmm. uh i was i was coaching as an assistant with the girls team um and then um the boys coach uh took on a role in the school where where it stopped him from being able to coach and so mm-hmm. they uh david approached me about hey would you be interested in head coaching the boys which i did and then the next year i took on head coaching the girls as well so um that's kind of it's kind of where I'm at with that. I do a lot of coaching outside at a, in a, in a yeah. travel club too. So, yeah. um, so that's kind of where we are. That, that's fast forward to, to today. 
Yeah. Who was your team growing up? Oh, I mean, there's only one team, Manchester United. Yeah, I was going to say Man U, yeah, right? <laughs> there's only one team. Uh, I know yeah. there'll be a lot of people disagreeing with me on that right now, but that's okay. Yeah, no, 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 no. That I mean, uh, that's funny. Um, oh, my gosh, I'm completely drawn to blank. The manager, Sir... Alex Ferguson. Sir Alex yep. Ferguson, yeah. Yep. Uh, I was going to say... Um, I am sure that you have, I mean, because I've read stories and articles and publications that he's written, mm-hmm. and what is his five, his, when he came in and, cre- you know, recreated the culture at Man U, yeah. um, I'm sure you soaked a lot of that up. Yeah, he's, <laughs> I mean, he was, a, I mean, he was just, I, I, I mean, he, he is going to be unsurpassed. I mean, there's yeah. no question about it at any club. I don't care who you are, as yeah. good as Pep Guardiola is, um, mm-hmm. you know, 26 years uh, and accomplishing uh, what he accomplished at that club was, mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to take a lot of getting past, that's for sure. Yeah. What do you think he did? Because when I was reading all his stuff, it seems like when he came in, he had to, and I know we're maybe getting off topic, mm-hmm. but this is fun stuff yeah, to talk yes. about. Didn't he just kind of recreate that culture? Because it seems mm-hmm. he had to he had to get a bench. You know, he had to have bench strength. He had to start, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to say, you know, down lower or – you know, farm system, mm-hmm. but he, he had to create that to build something that was sustainable, mm-hmm. right? Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, he, he, he completely changed the culture because back then, you know, back mm-hmm. in, in the early days, I mean, you know, these, these were professional players and they weren't paid anywhere near the kind of money they're being paid today, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, you know, uh, you, British people are big party people. They drink a lot, yeah. Um, and <laughs> yeah. these players were drinking a lot. I mean, uh, I've even seen interviews with players that you know he, he came in and he changed that culture. He mm-hmm. he he stopped the drinking. You know, everything was uh, jacket, shirt, and tie. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he completely changed the culture. And you know, if you listen to some of his ex-players talk about, it, they're convinced that those changes that he made paid huge dividends to the amount of Premier Leagues that they won early, in the early years. And so yeah. creating a culture, which we talk about all the time, right? I mean, creating a culture yeah. um, uh, is so powerful. I mean, his, his man management skills were beyond yeah. beyond yeah. anything we can ever imagine. I mean, I could tell you, you know, a couple of stories which are like, you, he did what? I mean, you yeah. know, the two two guys that he spoke to <laughs> – Specifically, before they played Arsenal in the FA Cup semi-final playoff, where they ended up with ten men after sixty minutes, and ended up mm-hmm. winning two-one. The two players that he spoke to the day before were the two players that scored the goals that won the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you know, stuff like that. That's, I mean, yeah, that's incredible uh, intuition. But that's mm-hmm. that that's God too. I mean, there's no yeah. question yeah. that don't happen if that ain't God. <laughs> yeah, that's you right. Know? Um, tell me about, or tell everybody about, um, fellowship Christian. I mean, I, I've met a lot of the people there and obviously, um, you know, I know David Lowry, I've I've met you a couple of times, but I I just a wonderful school. I mean, the programs they have in place facilities. I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of weird to say, Hey, you know, Andy, tell us about fellowship. But if somebody walked up to you and said, um, you know, Andy, what do you do? Oh yeah. You're, uh, you're over at fellowship. Is that, what's that like? I mean, what Mm -hmm. would you say? Um, fellowship is, gosh, it's a blessing. I mean, it is, it is a place where, um, for me personally, if you're asking me personally, it's mm-hmm. a place where mm-hmm. I really truly believe that, uh, that the Lord has me flourishing. 
Um, he's brought mm-hmm. me to a place. He's brought me around people who are um, willing to, you know, urge you on to be all that you can be, not to put you in a box, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, not to yeah. hold you back, not to look over your shoulder. I mean, David Lowry is, gosh, I mean, I can't even begin yeah. with words about how amazing it is to work for him and our leadership, our head of school, Dr. Teston. I mean, she is just a light in this community and how she has navigated through a very difficult time that we've been facing right now, I think has been yeah. exemplary. So yeah. um, the people there love, I mean, they just love on you and uh, you see how that reflects into their students. Um, it's a place where I think one of the, the biggest things is, is that everybody's in different places, right? And, and nobody gets mm-hmm. pushed to the wayside because they're in different places. There's yeah. always people willing to reach out and go, hey, you know, what's going on with you? You know, I mean, people are willing yeah, to hard, yeah, yeah. ask the hard questions, which, yeah. as you know, in accountability is so important. You know, it's easy mm-hmm. to find people who will tell you what you want to hear, but who are going to be the people that will ask you what you need <laughs> to hear? Yeah. You know? Yeah, or can see it yeah, on your face. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, these people, you know, people know you better than anything because they're around you all the time. Yeah. So it is yeah. a family. Um, it really is a family. There's no question about that. Mm-hmm. And and I love, I yeah. feel so blessed, so blessed that the Lord has me in that yeah, place. I, I, I agree. I'm, you are, how do I say this? Your um, personality is infectious because when I first met you, you know, I'm saying, hey, Andy, how are you? And you were like, I'm blessed. And you're just smiling and you're walking around. And I also read, I was reading your bio and it said, you know, what do you, you know, one of the things that you love about doing now is you're able to pour into these mm-hmm. kids, but you don't deserve mm-hmm. that. I mean, that's such a great privilege to be mm-hmm. able to do oh, A huge privilege, a huge privilege. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, when I consider the first 41 years of my life, and consider mm-hmm. where Jesus has me and what he wants me doing right now. I mean, talk about a story of redemption and reconciliation. Good yeah. night. Unbelievable. Yeah, you've got a great backstory. I mean, I mean, if you went, wow, look where I am and where I started. And, you know, you're, you're overseas and you're mm-hmm. an accountant and you're in Europe. And and here you are at Fellowship Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just a cool story. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, you mentioned this because how... Um, Fellowship is navigating through the times, and here we are now with this, mm-hmm. um, what, virtual kind of a world, yeah. really, because it's um, students are at home. There's no senior proms or the biggest mm-hmm. thing, you know, not, not I say the biggest thing, but what affects all these kids is like all these activities. There's no sports. Mm-hmm. There's no nothing. Yeah. How are you doing through all this? I mean, are you staying in contact with people? How are you doing? Um, honestly, I am doing fantastic. I really am. This has been such a, an amazing time for me. Um, mm-hmm. I live alone. Uh, I've been divorced for 20 years, um, but I actually mm-hmm. do live alone. As I said, you know, I don't have any pets or anything like that, although I do love dogs. I would love to have a dog. One day I'm hoping <laughs> and praying that happens, and, uh, but I'm just yeah. gone too much, and I want to be able yeah. to enjoy having a dog and not leave them, you know, uh, in, in yeah. the house. Yeah. But I'm, I'm really doing – fantastically well this um i'm grateful that the lord has me in a very content place i'm content to be single i'm content to be on my own um mm-hmm. you know i'm i'm running out of hallmark movies to watch right now though that's one of the challenges <laughs> i have because i'm a big hallmark movie fan um i get ex- 
Oh, oh yeah, no. I get it. I get extremely <laughs> excited at a uh, oh, Hallmark goodness. movie Christmas in March and oh, Christmas my in July. Oh, my so, uh, yeah. I mean, it is uh, it it, it is funny. something that I love to watch. But um, <laughs> but from a connectedness standpoint, it has been incredible. Yeah. Um, in the sense that, like, four six weeks ago, I I didn't know what Zoom was. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah right. I had never had a Google meeting, uh, yeah, <laughs> and now I'm, <laughs> you know, muddling through, let's say. Um, but, you know, I mean, I'm on average typically about three or four Google meetings or Zoom meetings a day. Um, yeah. You know, the opportunity to stay connected with, uh, with the teams um, has been, you know, a huge blessing. Uh, we have we have you know Zoom meetings each week. I've done some trivia nights with them. We've invited alumni back to take place to take part in the trivia nights. In fact, I have yeah, one yeah. tonight with the girls team, um, and meetings with David and staff and everything online has been mm-hmm. fabulous. Um, you know, obviously texting as well. Uh, continually yeah, texting. Yeah. Uh, we've been sending daily workouts to our soccer players. We've continued to mm-hmm. do that. Uh, had some phone calls with them, which, uh, which, by the way, I was really taken aback at how significant mm-hmm. to them that was to have yeah. that actual telephone call. Now, I'm sure there were some of them who would prefer not to have to talk to coach on the phone, and that's cool. Um, but for, mo- for the most part, the significance of that phone call to them, I was really, I was really taken aback by how significant to them it was. Yeah, that's so cool. it was uh, – and it was, it, was a, it was a huge blessing for me because everything's a two-way street with Jesus, right? It, it doesn't just go one way. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so it's been, it's been awesome. Um, the str- you know, the honestly, the biggest connection for me has been with the Lord. I mean, it, it yeah. has been, you know, um, on February 6th of this year, Craig, it's really interesting. And, when, uh, and one of my quiet times and devotionals, one of the statements that I read was said that you have been so busy that you have missed out on some of my most um, important mm-hmm. truths that I want you to hear. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. and that was on February sixth, just a month before. And I was like, "Okay, Lord, you <laughs> you're getting my attention, and, and 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 I hope many people's attention from that standpoint." Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Do you think I have a kind of a a, a deep seated mm-hmm. feeling or belief that this is a slow yep. down, be still, mm-hmm. reevaluate? And and listen to you know follow me listen to me hear mm-hmm. me you know yeah yeah I I wholeheartedly uh, agree with you and that's really been kind of the message that I've sensed ever since all of this started mm-hmm. um, I, I I truly believe um, whilst there's so many good things that you know in normal life if you want to call it normal mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. that happen. I, I really believe in my heart that um, all of us, but particularly our children today, live an experience-rich and relationship-poor life. Mm-hmm. I think they spend so much time jumping from place to place to place to place that there's never really any time to get depth in relationship 
Um, you know, I laugh when kids say to me, oh, I've got 10,000 friends on friend, yes. you know, on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. And I'm yeah. like, actually, you have 10,000 acquaintances. Yeah, you have about four on there. <laughs> yeah, how many, you know, how many real friends? And these are the times I believe that they're finding out who their real friends are. Yeah. Um, you know, where is the depth in relationship? That's just, yeah. you know, for me. Yeah, building new relationships. And yes, yeah. Just getting reacquainted and having conversations with God where sometimes it was, you know, I would, I would at the end of the day be like, oh, my gosh. Hey, uh, Jesus, I'm so sorry. I haven't talked to you lately. I haven't been ignoring you. I've been thinking mm. about you. And now yeah, I kind of have that time to sit and talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Know, great. Yeah. Which is awesome. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Well, uh, Andy, thank you so much for your, I can sit and talk about soccer all day, but, um, <laughs> thank you for your time and, um, your patience and your wisdom and your attitude, all of that. I think you're, I think you're a wonderful person. I think you you're in the right place, and and um, yeah, I, I your path is really cool to where you are and how you're what you're doing and everything. So I think you're in the right place for sure. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I I appreciate you. Thank you, Craig, for um for you know pursuing and and uh, asking me to talk to you today. I, I'm very honored and humbled by it, and grateful yeah, that pleasure. we had the chance to connect. My pleasure. Andy Trevers, Assistant Athletic Director at Fellowship Christian School in Roswell, a soccer fanatic, longtime soccer coach and player, and a godly man. And uh, Andy, thank you again. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you. And again, very special thanks to Andy Trevers, Assistant Athletic Director at Fellowship Christian School in Roswell. Until next time, everybody stay safe and healthy. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to today's FCA Spotlight Podcast. If you would, be sure to follow the show and share with your friends. New guests and interviews are uploaded often, so we hope you'll join us next time on FCA Spotlight.